Welcome to Nurturing Bright Futures, the higher education podcast for teachers and advisors, brought to you by UEA. Each month, we provide the latest information you need to guide your students through their journey to university, plus hints and tips to help support you in your work. We know you're busy, so we keep each episode to around 20 minutes, just long enough for a cup of coffee. So, pop the kettle on and let's get started. Hello and welcome to Nurturing Bright Futures, the higher education podcast from UEA. My name's Alex and this month I'm joined by our HE advisor, Lydia. Hi, Lydia. Hi, Alex. Thanks for inviting me along today. No problem. Thanks for joining us. Um, So this month, I think we're going to jump straight in because we've got a results day special. Yeah, that's right. We are going to be talking about um, clearing and results day and all those kind of um, questions that are coming up in um, the next few months. And um, yeah, I'm delighted to welcome UEA's Head of Admissions, Alex Delaney, to the show today. Hi, Alex. Hello, it's really good to be here. So we're going to be talking, as we said um, before, about results day, um, perhaps what's different this year to previous years. Um, But before we sort of talk a bit more about the specifics, um, there's probably quite a few people listening who are going through this process for the first time. So could we quickly maybe go back to basics and could you give us a bit of a kind of overview of what clearing actually is? Sure. So clearing is something that happens from the 5th of July onwards. But in reality, the busiest time is when the A-level results um, and BTEC results come out. Um, students who have already got their firm and insurance choice, so through the main application scheme, they've, they've picked their firm and insurance choice, sometimes find that their grades aren't exactly what the university they've chosen um, is, is expecting or, or needing. And um, unfortunately, in those cases, the university may um, reject their, their application. So if that happens with both their firm and insurance choice. The student, when they get into UCAS track um, on the 10th of August, will find that they're eligible for clearing. Um, clearing is a way in which students can get an alternative course. I think that it's fair to say that uh, perhaps when I was a student back in the day, um, clearing was something you talked about in in slightly hushed tones. But actually, students these days are very open about how they can use clearing, sometimes to their advantage, uh, perhaps to look and see what other universities um, are out there, maybe go back to a university that they previously disregarded. So um, clearing is very much a positive experience for, for the vast majority of students. The student on on that morning will be able to see a huge variety of courses and vacancies at all the universities in the UK um, and will start to be able to contact those universities to see whether or not they they would accept them. So I, I guess the big difference between them originally applying and then in clearing is that it happens all very quickly. Could we sort of maybe run through what sort of dates students perhaps need to be aware of in the run up to results day and then the coming weeks after that? Yeah, absolutely. So as mentioned, um, clearing actually opens from the 5th of July onwards. And um, that's very helpful for the international baccalaureate students who get their results pretty much at the same time. But also students that are still waiting for their results quite often are busy looking at the vacancies. They're 
probably feeling a little bit anxious at this time. And so they, they do start to look at all the vacancies and they'll, they'll be up for the vast majority of universities. So and perhaps even you might want to have a quick check of them as well as teachers and advisors, just to see what kind of vacancies are out there at different universities. But then we come up to the 10th of August, um, the Scottish Awards Results Day and the JCQ Results Day. So that's the um, all the A-levels. And this year at 8.30, uh, UCAS track will be open for everybody to see um, what, what decisions have been made on those days. We then have a period of time where universities are able, regardless of whether it's clearing, firm or insurance choice students, where, where they're gathering any additional information they may have missed through these results days in order to meet the academic requirements for a course. If, for example, a student had made an appeal on one of their grades, a university has the right to say, if we don't get that result through by the 7th of September, then the university may decide that they won't accept that student. So the 7th of September is quite an important date that we would all recommend as an advisory date for checking whether or not a university will accept them after that. The 21st of September is the last day in which students can apply directly into clearing. So many universities are actually still taking um, applications through clearing right up until that date. And then uh, the 19th of October is when everything closes down for the 2021 uh, cycle. So there's a little bit of a pattern there. You know, it kicks off in July. There's the main activity in August. Uh, there's the September is a point at which you're probably dealing with some of your last students. Um, and then really, when we get into October, it's it's the closing down of that cycle. On UCAS track, there's actually a really good timeline uh, of key dates for students. So if they're at all confused about where they are in this process, then um, it's worth them checking that. Thanks. That's really useful to have um, an overview of all those key dates. Now, obviously, universities, we get the results slightly earlier than results time. Um, and there's a lot of work that goes on behind the scenes. So I don't know if you're able to give an overview of how that results process will work. Sure. As you can imagine, this year, there's still a little bit of um, working out behind the scenes in terms of when we'll absolutely get the results through from UCAS. UCAS are working with all the awarding bodies at the moment just to make sure that all of the grades are, are sent through to them and then they send them through to us. And indeed, that's why um, from the 2nd of August, UCAS track goes into what we call embargo. Um, for you, that means that you can't access nor can the students access UCAS track. What that does is it gives us an ability to um, load up all of our decisions um, in advance of the 10th of August. And I, I guess it's good if I just give you a bit of an idea what happens behind the scenes. So the admissions teams um, in most universities this year, I think, will be working throughout that weekend and will be trying wherever possible to make as many, if not all of their decisions and all of the firm and insurance choice students. Typically, how that works is automatically they will go through the admissions teams and accept all those students that have met and exceeded 
the offers and then that leaves them with everybody that has, hasn't met and just to reassure you that's always the biggest by far uh, the biggest amount of students to look at because there's always um, different combinations working out there then the admissions teams will start to work with all of the admissions directors typically they're the academics and in, in the different subject areas to start accepting students and really at UEA what we do is ensure that where a student has picked us as firm, we try to be as flexible as we possibly can and take as many of the students that we can up up to the point at which uh, we start to hit um, physical limitations, whether that be placements, lab space, or seminar space or accreditation reasons, whatever it might be, but there's usually um, some eventually a ceiling that, that we hit. We do do the same with the insurance students and take obviously those that have met and exceeded their offer, but also we try to be flexible, but we have less opportunity to do that because we're focusing on um, flexibility for the firm choice students. Whilst that's all going on, the universities are often looking at a very high level at the overall numbers for, for each university. So uh, in our case at UEA, uh, we're a campus university that gives the vast majority of our students who want it, if they filled out their accommodation form, uh, a bedroom. And so we need to make sure that we don't exceed the number of beds that we have. It's really not usually a problem, but that is another parameter that, that we need to work in. So all of those decisions are usually made uh, right up to the wire. So um, usually late on the, in this case, the Monday night, ready for track opening and indeed uh, ready to answer any questions from our students that we know, um, our firm students or insurance students, and also um, we're up and ready for the clearing process as well. Subscribe to our podcast now and make sure you never miss another episode. I don't know if, if you can offer any sort of, I guess, reassurance, but I think there's probably a little bit of worry this year with kind of the nature of assessments and some of our listeners might be a little bit concerned about that appeals process. Are you able to give any reassurance or say anything around this that might yeah, help help some of our listeners worry a bit less yeah. about this? Yeah, I can understand. It's It's been such a difficult year for everybody. I think one of the good things is that um, certainly on that morning of um, Tuesday the 10th of August, teachers will receive a list of unplaced applicants at 7.30. Um, that will be under embargo until 8.30, so they can't unfortunately um, talk to the students, but it will certainly give them a really precious hour um, in which they can kind of be prepared um, to help with advice um, for those that might find themselves in, in clearing. I, it, this is a really tricky one in terms of how how universities are proceeding with TAGs, uh, teacher assessed grades this year. Certainly, if I just talk about UEA, we've taken the attitude as we did in 2020 that really we've got to try and be as flexible with our students that have chosen us as firm choice. And other than some really highly restricted courses like medicine, where we we really do have to make sure that we don't over recruit because of the NHS placements, we really are trying with our students that we know about to, to be as flexible as we can. My hope is that with TAGS, most students will have probably quite a good idea of what they are likely to achieve. Um, so managing expectations might 
we might see slightly less uh, sort of shock occurring this August. That said, we all know that, you know, the grades that you submit might go slightly up or slightly down. And um, that could be an issue for the students who may wish to appeal. And I think the thing that we're closely watching is the amount of appeals that might happen. I don't really need to say this to you, or I think you're probably feeling the same is, you know, is this going to be one or two appeals or is this going to be many more? But I think the key really is that if a student decides to appeal, they need to understand that their grades could go up um, or they could go down. And that didn't happen in 2020. They only ever went up. So I think that's worth reminding students that do go in for appeal. So on our side, we're hoping that we can avoid this situation in terms of we'll, we'll try to be as flexible as possible. I do know that other universities have made less offers in order to try and manage that process as well this year. So I'm hoping that throughout the admissions management of, of the number of offers made and with a degree of flexibility, along with the knowledge that the grades are likely to be slightly higher this year than, than previous, we can all help the students get to where they want to be. They've also, students have got access to Clearing Plus, which is sort of like a, I guess it's like an online tool through UCAS. And it's quite a new feature, but it's something obviously that students can use if they want to, isn't it? Yeah, Clearing Plus has been around for a few years and in slightly different guises, um, but it was known as Clearing Plus in 2020 and, and indeed is going to be here for 2021. And I think it's a really great um, development that UCAS have introduced and they're only ever improving it. They, you know, they're, they're learning from their experiences and our experiences and, and really putting in effort to make it easier for students to use. So in effect, Clearing Plus is automatically available to all applicants who aren't holding an offer, so they're unplaced. And that button will appear in their track where they'll see courses that are open that UCAS think will match the student's profile in terms of their grades and their subjects and so on. So it can really help students at that point where they may be feeling a bit confused or a bit low about what's happened. It can really open their eyes to what is available to them. This sits alongside the traditional clearing list, so students can use both of them in, in tandem. But the student can then click on each of the courses that they're interested in to say, yeah, I'd like you to reach out to the university that runs this course, um, who will get, get in touch with them. So the universities will pro be proactive. And indeed, at UEA, what we have is a team of um, people that are, are really close to the process of admissions. So we have some admissions and staff that will be looking at the students that are clicking on the expression for UEA, and then they'll call the students to have a chat. And I think it's really important to get across that this is a chat, which may result in, in that offer um, of a place, but it's also making sure that the student's comfortable about understanding what that course is, because it might be that the student hasn't actually thought about that subject um, before or uh, a variety of, of that subject or indeed the university. So at UBA, we, we would reach out by phone and have a very informal chat and then the student can decide whether they want to proceed with an offer or not. Definitely worth encouraging them to have a look on there. So spoken lots today about results time, key dates, what clearing actually is, um, lots and lots of information which has been really really useful and um, so I think a really good way to I guess finish this session would just be to hear a little bit about what's going to be happening 
at UEA on results day. I know it's normally all hands on deck. Yeah, and actually what happens at UEA is very much happening across the UK. So at UEA we will have Ooh, about 300 or so people on phones and on live chat ready to receive and call out um, to various students. So if you take a student who's perhaps feeling a little bit shy or doesn't like using the phone, those students can contact us via live chat and we'd have somebody at the other side who will help um, talk them through their options of which courses to pick and whether they are eligible and then help them through applying online. We also have lots of people on the phones. Uh, our main UBA clearing phone line will be on the front of our webpage. Um, it's very busy usually both on live chat and on the phones, usually between half eight till about two o'clock. And actually two o'clock is a really good point just to, to raise, which is after two o'clock, students can choose to self-release themselves from their firm choice or the university that's accepted them. Uh, and they can also choose to make clearing choices as well. So they can, if they've collected some clearing offers from universities, they can choose the one they want to pick and fill that out on UCAS track. So we start to see as the day moves through how many students are choosing us through clearing and indeed, which sadly sometimes, I, I can't imagine why, but uh, sometimes you'll also see students leaving um, UEA as well to go to other universities. But um, the so there is quite a lot of toing and throwing um, on, on that day. So it's really important that the students obviously have their phones, their email, their laptops, that they're fully accessible, particularly on, on that Tuesday. Um, but the other thing to say is that when a student calls, for example, UBA and gets a clearing offer, they're usually given a deadline to accept that clearing offer. After that point, the offer might not be guaranteed. So um, if they called on the Tuesday, we might say you've got until the Friday for example, to, to accept that offer. And what we try to build in, and I hope most universities would do this, is an opportunity for you to think about it or for the student to think about their choices, but also maybe get in the car and go and see the, the university. At UBA, we, we're anticipating that students will want to come and look around. So, so hopefully universities won't put the students under a huge amount of pressure to rush in and accept choices, but there will be a limit, you know, there will be a certain amount of time that they're given in most cases. So um, that's, that is what tends to happen. So it's just the making sure that all of the students are really clear from each university, what it is they're being offered, uh, what course it is, where it is, what campus it's on. Um, some universities obviously have more than one campus, how long they've got to decide on that choice. And then they have to think really, really carefully about whether or not they are either deciding to leave a, a university that they've already got a place at, or if they're deciding because they're in clearing already, that they absolutely are knowing what that university is like, that they're, they're wishing to choose. Thank you so much, Alex, for joining us today and giving us a really great overview. You've made it sound so simple and reassuring and hopefully everyone listening feels more reassured as well. 
It's been a pleasure. I've enjoyed um, spending a bit of time talking about clearing. It, uh, it's um, something that we're very busy preparing for. Uh, indeed, we we and probably most universities started to prepare for this in February. So we're always really looking forward to that August coming round. Email schools at uea.ac.uk to find out what we can do to support your school. Thanks so much to Alex and Lydia, a really useful overview there. Please do share it with any colleagues who will be uh, supporting students with clearing this year. We're also running a special session with Channel Talent to help students get prepared for results day. We'll be talking through some of the basics that we've discussed today and we'll also do a mock phone call to help students feel a bit less stressed if they do have to pick up the phone and call some universities. The session will be taking place on 27th of July at 5pm and is open to parents or carers as well as teachers and advisors. So please do book a place, encourage your students and their parents to book a place. You just need to head to www.channeltalent.co.uk and search for clearing. So it just takes a few minutes to book your place and we hope to see you there. That's it for this month's episode of Nurturing Bright Futures. We would absolutely love to hear from you. To book a visit, make a suggestion, or ask us a question, drop us a line at schools at uea.ac.uk. Thanks for joining us.